and welcome to Portraits of Clongos, a podcast series that takes you on a journey into the lives of former pupils of Clongos Wood College. My name is Rossa McDermott, and in this podcast series, we will speak with alumni from Clongos to hear their first-hand accounts of the transformative impact this school has had on their lives. Como Lucy left Clongos in 1978, he worked in industry over the years and now is a lecturer in accountancy and a regular contributor to the Sunday Times in Ireland. I recently caught up with him at the Smurfit Business School and asked him, how was his time in Clongos? Well, I guess my time at Clongos, it was very tough at the start. And then the longer I was there, the better it got. So overall, I would say that I got great friends out of it. I got a great education out of it. I got a grounding in basic discipline in life that I probably wouldn't have got at home. So, you know, getting up at half past seven, getting down for breakfast, doing those hours of study. Now, at the time, they were quite, uh, they could be quite tedious. But one of the advantages of growing up in the 1970s was there were very few distractions. So I look at my 18-year-old son right now, and he's just swamped in a sea of distractions. And it's it's difficult for him to uh, study with the phone on his body. He has to put the phone in a different room to be in a position to resist the temptation, to start to lift it up and start looking at things on it. Whereas back in the lower line study or the higher line study, you didn't have that at all. Mm. Uh, because the most you could do to distract yourself was read a novel, read a book. So what did Clongos do for me? But really, I, the, the, the more I go through life, the more I'm of the view that parents focus on the formalities of education, but that the reality may be that, you know, obviously the formal education is important, but for me, the most important thing, both in Clongos and uh, later on in UCD with the friendships I made, uh, and they were, the, they were the things that endured and that, uh, you know, offer you support then after life, or sorry, you know, after you, you leave the educational institution. And the first year you were there, how long did it take, if you recall, to kind of settle in and like or dislike the place? There seems well, to be a time. a few years because you, you, you arrive in and it, it's the classic frog being dropped into the, into the saucepan of boiling water. Yeah. You know, you've got this very comfortable life at home and now you're in something that, I mean, if, if I was sent to jail in the morning, yeah. I think I'd be equipped to cope because I've been in Clongos. Mm. So I've, I've been through an institution and I can just adapt. But when you arrive there on day one and you're used to being mollycoddled at home and you're, you're getting service from, from, you know, very warm, warm <laughs> environment, you're getting very nice food. Mm. Uh, and now you're in this hustle and bustle where you're competing for attention with 60 or 80 other guys in your year, never mind the other years. Uh, that's a complete change of environment. And I found that quite tough. Mm. You know, it wasn't anything to do with clongos or any problems that uh, were, were there. It was more just the, the fundamental change in the nature of my life. And then you arrive and it took me a, a couple of years to sort of just to, to come to terms with that as the new reality mm. and just to accept that as a new reality and not be worrying about it or thinking about it, just to you know, have subconsciously adopted it and got into the groove and then you just pick it up from there. Mm. I mean, in those days, it was a Tony who was saying, we used to, the parents used to, used to drop you 
give you a blanket, your bags and leave. Nowadays, they get a little bit more TLC and the parents are allowed to come upstairs and settle them in. Whereas in the old days, they did, but it's all very drop and run, very institutionalized. It's my recollection. Well, the other thing is, uh, you know, kids can just leave there for the weekend. You announced whereas, it. Whereas, when I was growing up, it was, you got on the train in Castle Bar and you'd arrive in Houston Station, there'd be a bus to bring it to Tongos. Mm-hmm. And you would, you would, you'd arrive in early September and you wouldn't get out until Halloween. That's right. Uh, and then again at Christmas. And then uh, Easter. Yeah. And uh, then summer. It was sort of a long, hard haul if, if, if you weren't satisfied there. Yeah. And if you, so you had to just adapt and get on with life. Yeah, like there were eight or nine week terms. So there, mm-hmm. there were consistent breaks with uh, nothing in between. Maybe a late leave on the Sunday if there was somebody local. But uh, you weren't ordering pizza in clean like they do now and get it delivered and going up every Sunday, every weekend, do you know what I mean? So it was different and people tend to forget that. And in terms of having got through the years, the values you can see that you got from there that may have become part of the way you live or not the way you live your life on reflection, is it giving you a kind of a toolkit of how you would operate day to day? Well, the thing I got, the best thing I got out of that was the ability to, it was to take the structure day Clongos had, half seven up, study from half eight to quarter to past nine, classes, break between four and the six, where you played games, uh, did sports, had your dinner, study six to eight, study nine to a quarter past ten. It gave me the ability to think in terms of blocks of time mm. and just to, to get work out of myself. Whereas in terms of values, I mean, I, I always found it just uh, peculiar that the, the, the ethos of the school is expressly Catholic. Mm. The Jesuits, you know, Duh. But I've I've never met a group of people more atheistic than <laughs> my, my classmates. Mm-hmm. So I, I just think the value the values I've picked up are really just learning to operate in a large class and you know work with work with the group. Don't alienate the group. Be loyal to the group. Uh, it was it was it was that sort of subconscious. You're an individual, but you're also an individual in a group, and. The, Understanding how to operate in a group dynamic mm. uh, in a manner that would be productive for all and just uh, rub people up their own way. And they're mostly good memories. There was no bad memories of, of that in terms no. of... Oh, no, no. I, I, I just uh, good memories in terms of uh, being there with, 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 you know, with friends and working uh, so productively with, with, with friends. And uh, I, I just... Good memories. Now, I found it very difficult to settle in at first. Mm. But once that was uh, sorted, I, I just had good memories. And can you recall your first day? And well, actually, I, I can't recall my first day because that you were just dropped in and you went off. There was a river heading to the sea and you would arrive at sea six years later. Father heard. I can remember the, the day I did the entrance exam. Yeah. Because that was a distinct day. Yeah, uh, true. Where you were driven. I was driven up from... Castle Bar. We stayed in Lawmers, which had my dad and I the night before. And then I did the entrance exam, and then we drove back home. And I can remember, funnily enough, uh, hanging around that day with John O'Mahony. Right. And I can remember one question on the entrance exam that I just had difficulties with. But I asked <laughs> Patty Crow for help, <laughs> and he, he 
he could see I, I, I knew half of the answer, but he wasn't giving me the second mm. half of the answer. <laughs> that I needed. <laughs> I remember it was John Moore I met, the first person. And the, my difficulty was I had to be briefed on certain things like chorus on error because I'd never done, I'd never done Irish, didn't know what CIE meant. So as my aunt and uncle took me aside to things like RTE, CIE, Erling is to know what they were because uh, the Irish part, I wouldn't have had a clue. And in terms of, there's no piece of music that brings you back to that period. I mean, if it's Peter Howick, he'd, he'd be petrified with thought of super trap. But in your case? Not really. Uh, maybe Abbott. But that, <laughs> that was on, on, on continuous play from Count Clifford's keyboard. Uh, in, in, in fourth year and fifth year. Yeah, and 10cc, do you remember them? Oh, I remember them. 10cc, they were good. I yeah. actually listened to them occasionally. They were my... And you were, you were in the hotel, the Rats Hall, were you? I was in the yeah. Yeah, that's right. That's yeah. the So we were, because, I mean, my recollection is because you're the letter after me or before me, you and I were kind of together on and off. Uh, the cubicles, desks, lists, it was McDermott, Lucy, you were yeah. the last, uh, and yeah. McDermott was the yeah. first. Yeah. 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 Positive memories. Oh, yeah. And you're growing up and you're moving forward in life at a pretty fast pace. Like my son is, he's just turning 18 in a couple of weeks time. So I look at him and I just see the, the, the rate of change in the last five or six years. So for me, it, it was positive and it was, uh, I mean, the, the fun was largely in your interaction with your classmates mm. rather than in the uh, organized events and tasks. Now, the thing is, the fun arises doing that those organized events, yeah. Uh, yeah. you know, silly things happen in the world. Yeah. But yeah, that's just... And do you ever consider sending Con to boarding school? I didn't know. I, I just found the, the initial wrench difficult and I wasn't going to, uh, unless I was uh, working on an oil rig in outer yeah. Siberia, I wasn't going to go yeah. down that road myself. Yeah, yeah. I'm thinking a lot of people have the same thing after girls. The wrench is, it's not circumstances require it. Most people wouldn't elect to do it. And that's why I'm always curious, looking back with family at this stage of your life, how you reflect on what your parents did to you or offered to you? My youngest sister, uh, she has three boys, and she sent her twins, who were the eldest, to Clongos. And then she decided she, she she's living in Kilkenny. She'd send the youngest to Kilkenny College. But he he's now opted for boarding, even though uh, Kilkenny College is, is, is 300 yards across the road from where his parents are living. Yeah. So it, it just, it, it's a different, uh, it's different for different people and it's different at different times, different years. Yeah. And we do forget some of the people didn't stay the whole distance even in first year because it doesn't agree with everybody. Mm. And some of the chemistry is just not right for your personality. In terms of the values I got from school, the one thing I, I was in danger of neglecting was that the Jesuits were very neighbourly in the manner in which they taught us and in the values that they articulated. And the word education is from the Latin verb educare, lead out. So it's not cramming stuff in, it's encouraging from the pupil instincts that are there to begin with. And I found that they, they taught me to think for myself and they encouraged me to think for myself rather than, I'd been taught in national school by Dennis Al brothers in Castle Bar and they were more the force feeding uh, education approach where they stuffed it into you mm. whether you wanted it or not. So I, I, I very much appreciate the liberal uh, ethos of the Jesuits and the encouraging you to think for yourself approach 
Mm. Uh, perhaps personified best by, by uh, Philip Fogarty, headmaster for, for our, our final period there, who was very liberal and very much of that mindset himself. And were you always a voracious reader before you came or do Is that something you adopted? Yeah, I would have been a big reader before and a big reader absolutely. And since. Big reader afterwards. Yeah. yeah. That was something you always did. Yeah. Just so I was always curious as to how the world worked, and reading was the quickest way to absorb information mm. and do it in a hurry, do it on an industrial scale. Yeah. <laughs> and thank you to Colm and Lucy for joining us on Portraits of Clongos. Remember, check out all previous episodes of this podcast on Spotify or iTunes. Mm.